It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the Heroes Podcast Network. Hey, friends. This is Cam, one of the hosts of the Gamer Heroes podcast. We really hope you're enjoying the show you're listening to right now, and if you are, please consider becoming a patron of the Heroes Podcast Network at patreon.com slash heroespodcasts. Your support would genuinely mean the world to us, and would allow us to cover hosting costs for the website, get new equipment and software, and even make it out to different conventions and events to meet you, our loyal listeners. All Patreon tiers will get you access to the Patron Lounge and Slack, which will allow you to chat and interact with your favorite HPN hosts. On behalf of everyone here at HPN, thank you all so much for your continued support. We really couldn't do any of this without you. Hello all you Star Wars fans. I'm Ian, and welcome to another episode of Echo Station, and I'm not alone this time. Yay. I'm joined by Chris again. I'm alive. She is alive. She was taking a day for herself, and she was doing stuff, so, you know, we all we all need those, you know, mental health days. It happens. And I so, could use, like, yeah. a mental health year. That would be yeah, nice. Well, Bye, guys! <laughs> by the way, well, the way this year is going right now, yes. I'm gonna go to... Aruba for a year. Do people still go to Aruba? Is Aruba still a place? It's still a place. I don't know if people still go to it or not. <laughs> that was like a 90s destination, wasn't it? Right? Yeah. It no, I think it's more song. like Fiji. Oh my god, I want to go to Fiji. No, I want to go to New Zealand. Forget that. Forget the tropical places. I'm going to New Zealand. So you can walk around like a hobbit? Yes, exactly. That's <laughs> like my dream. I mean, whose dream isn't it? So yeah, I'll come with you. It'll be fun. Yes, let's do it. Uh, so, we are back with another episode of Echo Station, uh, and this episode is a bit of a somber one for us. Yes. Uh, this is our Peter Mayhew tribute, um, for those who, uh, do not realize, do not know, Peter Mayhew did pass away, uh, a few weeks ago, and so this is our tribute to our favorite Wookiee, um, but before we do that, we do have two little bits of news. Uh, one, it was George Lucas's birthday a few days ago. Happy birthday, George Lucas. It was, oh, it was actually yesterday. Uh, we're recording today on the 15th, so it was yesterday. 14th. Uh, so, happy birthday to the maker. I saw a bunch of posts about that. Without him, we would not be doing this right now. He was apparently 75. Yeah, and he looks good for his age. Yeah, no, I would have never guessed that he was 75. I always thought he was around my parents age so i thought he was in his like early to mid 60s but huh 
I know, right? Good for him. Also, I just pulled up, like, just about him. His net worth, if you're in case you were curious, is $6.2 <laughs> billion. Now that's a sugar daddy. Yeah, right? Uh, so, happy birthday to George Lucas. Uh, we, of course, you know, love you and love everything that you've done. Uh, so, keep on being you. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, he's not really doing anything right now, so just keep on being him. Well, when you're worth that much, you don't really need to do anything now, do you? That is true. Uh, and the, the, dream. the second little bit of news that has come out of this for the Star Wars universe is that it has been confirmed that the first film uh, being released in 2022 is going to be helmed by the showrunners of Game of Thrones. The infamous D&D. Yes, we learned about uh, their contribution to Star Wars a little bit ago from Kathleen Kennedy saying that they're having their own uh, movie series. So the next three films, I assume, are going to be all by them. I don't know. Uh, people were thinking that it's also Ryan Johnson's trilogy, but that has since been debunked. So people are wondering if that's even still happening. I have so many feelings about all of this. I just... <laughs> mm, I'm really, really not sure if they can helm a completely original series well for those of us who have seen game of thrones and love game of thrones i.e you and i uh this past episode was a bit of a doozy <laughs> to say the least very um, very very um divisive as well. Div- divisive divisive people are divided on it <laughs> yes um i personally loved it but that's just me i enjoyed it I did not, like this entire season, I did not not enjoy it. It's not, inter- you know, it's not that it lacks entertainment value. It just, it does not feel like the same series that it was in, say, season three. No, choices were made. People died. People died that shouldn't different. have died. And, you know. Yeah. Uh, but needless to say, they are going to be helming Star Wars. And I think, here's my thoughts on this. So... With Game of Thrones, it was a property that not a whole lot of people knew about until really HBO got it for a series. I didn't know it was a book series. You know, a lot of people were in the dark about that. Yeah. I but mean, with I, Star I Wars... I read, like, three of the... I read the first three. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, like, back in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were... Cons- I mean, they were considered high fantasy, and nobody read high fantasy unless you were a super geek nerd weirdo which i was i.e. you yes so but with it, it was star pretty wars, shocking but star, yeah star wars everybody. it's different because star wars has been established since you know the 70s so i think that they're coming into a franchise that's been established that yes directors can do new things and of course you know new things are always great for star wars but you know they still gotta follow some type of guideline they still gotta find some kind of path that you know, Kathleen Kennedy and the rest of everyone will love because we saw what happened with the directors of Solo at first and they got canned. So clearly, you know, there is a set path for these Star Wars movies and they can't obviously be what Game of Thrones is. Uh, But they can bring their own stuff in. They can, you know, and I I have faith in them because like I said, we've gotten, you know, great seasons of Game of Thrones. They can definitely work with material, um, and and produce something beautiful. Um, I just you know without 
out of something as rich as the actual books, like we haven't had in the last few seasons, I just wonder how much they can bring to it. I will say though, if they can if they can bring on the same visual effects team, it's gonna be the most beautiful Star Wars movie ever. Oh, for sure. And this, you know, like we said, this is the first three movies that don't have to do with the Skywalkers. They're not related to the Skywalkers, so yeah, they kind of so. have free reign in that territory. It can be anything. It can be anything they want it to be. Uh, it could be Old Republic. It could be New Republic. It could I be, want you know... It to be Old Republic so badly. It could be whatever it is, and I think they would do well with an Old Republic series. Yeah. Hell, do do a bunch of Knights in Space. Come on. Right? Same 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 deal. Knights in Space. Just minus the dragons. Minus, minus well, you know... The Sith run around on those dragon things, remember? Oh, that's true, the, the bird dragon. <laughs> the bird dragon dinosaur things. Oh my god, I forgot about those. So uh, maybe we can still have our dragons. <laughs> we we could. Um, and the budget to keep them. Yes. Uh, but, so that's going to be interesting. I really do like that they are coming into Star Wars. Uh, so obviously pre-production will start probably... I'd say 2019, 20, late, late either this year or late, this. early next year. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, at least pre-production filming probably won't start until late 2020, 2021, uh, around that area. But I can't wait to see what they bring. Uh, it's going to be a bit of a hiatus, too, because you won't get a new Star Wars movie until 2022. And this last yeah. one's coming out this year, so... But we are getting the series. Yes, we are getting some Live TV series, series so uh, and they did announce that there is a third TV series in development, but they didn't say of what. It's going to be all about the Ewoks. So, <laughs> it's a reboot of the Ewok show. It's, the, it's, it's a reboot of the Ewok adventures, which I love and will never not love. Well, people are <laughs> guessing that it might also be uh, an Obi-Wan series. God, I wish. Which I won't object to at all. So, you know, time will tell what that is, but place your bets, folks. What's it going to be? <laughs> um, but moving right along, we don't, like we said, that's about it for the news. We are here, though, to talk about uh, the late, great Peter Mayhew. Yes. Uh, he embodied Chewbacca. He was Chewbacca. Uh, you know, he played him in episode three, four, five, six, obviously, shots of seven, and he consulted on eight and nine. Just the kindest, gentlest man. He was super nice. I met him uh, once, and I believe it was when he was brought here to Planet Comic Con. He's been here a few times, and he's always super nice. He loves the fans. Oh yeah, uh, huge, huge um, player in the fan world. I mean, it really is a big loss for us. He uh, is basically kind of like a big teddy bear yeah big skinny teddy bear if that makes sense yeah no 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 it absolutely does um he was a really really active um I, even more so than um mark hamill in in the fan online forums he was frequently on reddit you would find his cheers peter mayhew comments all over the place he would just kind of show up and i mean like getting responded to by chewbacca was was one of the shining moments of being a part of the reddit community mm-hmm. um and on twitter and um probably on facebook i don't know not on facebook but just really genuinely 
involved a nice guy. Um, I've also met him uh, more than once. I didn't get to personally interact with him for a while. Yeah, talk about that. Talk about your handling. Okay, so, excuse me, I used to go to SDCC, San Diego Comic Con, uh, quite a bit because I lived not far from there. Um, And I was pretty active with the 501st um, SoCal Garrison for a while, like right outside of high school. And he obviously would come to Comic Con pretty much every year. And he would work closely with the 501st. He wasn't usually near us because he had his own, you know, he was with the celebrities. But we would always send, like, a handler. Oftentimes to, to, to hang out with him and to, you know, get him things that he needed, check up on him. And, and some of the other Star Wars celebrities, too. But Most cons have handlers for their big guests and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But I, so I got to do, I got to be Peter Mayhew's handler for like a couple hours once, which basically meant that I hung around the booth with him. Um, I got waters and he requested cookies once. So I went and bought cookies and we shared cookies at his booth with his lovely, lovely wife and just kind of, you know, sat back and talked about stuff. I mean, it was, it was incredible. It was so cool. He is an incredibly sweet guy, very caring, very, you know, open to answering questions about any kind of Star Wars trivia you could possibly think of, you know, what it was like to be on the sets and what the actors are like. And, um, I know he had, a, I know he had a great affection for Mark Hamill. Um, yes. And Mark had an affection for him as well. Yeah. It was just, it was a wonderful experience. Um, and I've, you know, met him, met him in passing since that time. Um, but being to, being able to interact with him like a normal person was truly a blessing. Truly and a gift. he, you know, I think he brought to life one of the most iconic characters that never had lines before. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, so, so much expression. He has so much expression in his eyes, even just in a normal day-to-day basis, which, you know, just without the makeup and whatnot. I don't, I mean, it would have been a completely different character if it had been someone else. Well, and, you know, a lot of actors that wear masks like that or prosthetics or what have you, you know, really rely on acting with their eyes. You know, take, for example, uh, Tom Hardy as Bane in The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. He... I thought was a great Bane, and you saw a lot of emotion come from his eyes, because obviously you couldn't see his the other part of his face because it's covered with a mask. Same thing goes with, you know, Chewbacca. It's his eyes. It's those warm blue eyes that, yeah. you know, yes, it's a tall, gigantic Sasquatch creature that could pull your arm out of your socket, but, you know, it's those kind eyes that go, oh, maybe he's not so bad. Yeah, and you could really convey sadness and anger really, really well. Um, just, I, it's amazing how much of it came through, through the facial prosthetics. Right. Uh, because people obviously... do Chewbacca all the time as costumes. I mean, there are some fantastic Wookiee costumes out there that really nailed down oh, the prosthetics. Yes. And they just, they just don't have that level of believability that it's an actual creature and not a person in a mask. And, you know, it helps also with, you know, 
masks the brow can move with people behind the scenes with motors and stuff like that. But really, it did come from his eyes. Yeah. Um, so, Celebration was a month ago, basically. Mm-hmm. And he was there. And he, so there was, he canceled, I believe, either his Thursday or Friday appearance because he wasn't feeling well. Yeah. And actually, I think he, I think he canceled his Friday one because he was there Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, I think. I'm, I might be having the days wrong on that, but, um, so people were like, oh, we hope he's okay and everything. Yeah. I was and, told by the same person who had helped me at that one, um, SDCC. Mm-hmm. When we were keeping him provided with cookies and whatnot. Uh, that person was also at Celebration this time, and he told me that he had briefly gone to say um, hello to him just to check in and whatnot, and that he thought he looked unwell. That was actually so funny you bring that up. A lot of people were saying that he just didn't look like himself. He didn't have a lot of energy. He was kind of, you know, just there signing stuff. He wasn't, you know, his normal personable self. People thought, oh, it was jet lag or, you know, he's just, you know, tired from having taken that day off or whatever. But, you know, the more and more people were showing things of what they got signed and stuff, his signature actually turned out really shaky. Oh, that's heartbreaking. And, you know, because I saw someone, something that got signed and then they said, you know, Someone showed a comparison picture from, like, I think six or seven years ago, and it was vastly different. That's too bad. Well, and then, and this is what pissed me off. You get people in the comments saying, oh, he wouldn't smile for my picture, or oh, he just signed his name, or, you know. It's like, really? Y'all are gonna just tear this man down, and, you know, three weeks later, that's what happens to him? I bet y'all feel like assholes now, don't you? Uh, but that kind of just like made my heart hurt because I'm like, yeah. he's not, you know, he's in a wheelchair now. He used to be walking around with a cane and stuff, but now he, I'm pretty sure he was just wheelchair bound. And he's had that cane for well over a decade. Yes. You know, That's he has the thing about being tall like that. It, it just takes off. It takes out so much from you. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not the tallest person, but I am a nearly six foot tall woman. And even I have lot of back issues and everyone in my family who is pretty tall has back issues. are you really almost six feet tall i didn't know that i am yeah interesting it's your slender build yeah (laughs) being smaller i can kind of scrunch a bit more but yeah no i am quite tall Hmm. um so you know seeing people just kind of tear them down i'm like seriously i'm like i'm not i can't deal with that that's bullshit uh and then you know, like I said, like three weeks later, he passes away. Um, and it was funny because when he, when I learned that he passed, I, you were literally texting me the same thing Yep. when I sent you that message. And so when there you first, a disturbance in the force. when you first read about it, what were your first reactions? I was very sad, but also not, not surprised. Yeah. You know, like I said, it's it's not unusual for very tall people to have health problems. They don't tend to live as long as most people. No. Anybody, anybody in those extreme spectrums, it's just, it's so hard on the body. 
So, I mean, the fact that he, you know, aside from walking with a cane most of these years, he was very vibrant. He was. You know. Um, so I, I, and from everything I understand, it seemed like the de- decline went fairly fast. Yeah, it was basically after Celebration, you know, because he was actually supposed to be at the Fan Expo in Dallas. Right. This past weekend, I believe, or something like that. And obviously, you know, he couldn't show up. But, like, he was scheduled for, you know, events. He was scheduled for stuff throughout the year. So it wasn't something that, you know, they knew was going to happen. Yeah. I think it, you know, whatever hit him, hit him quick and then just went downhill after that. Yeah. Which I I hope, because, you know, I hope he didn't have to suffer terribly. No, we found out that he did pass at his home in Texas with his wife and family around him. So he was surrounded by loved ones. Fantastic. So. Yes. She'll carry his mantle. Yes. Um, so, because I was at work when it happened, and I remember I was about to go to lunch, and I was going through, I think, either Facebook or Twitter, and it said, Chewbacca died. And I'm thinking, like, oh my god, like, wait, because th- there's two Chewbaccas now. <laughs> and it didn't say which one passed, because they were using uh, a picture from Solo. Oh, well... And so I was thinking, oh my god, that young guy just passed. He had just, he just young, had a kid. Yeah. Oh my god! So oh gosh, that's awful. <laughs> I know. So I, I run onto that link, and then it says, you know, Star Wars actor Peter Mayhew. I'm like, oh, oh no! Like I just saw him. Yeah. It's well, when you think about it too. So out of the original, you know, gang from Episode Four, there's only three people left. I know. It's scary. Because, you know, you had Kenny Baker pass away, and then Carrie Fisher, and then now Peter. And so all who's left is Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill, and uh, Anthony Daniels. Yep. And then obviously, you know, add in Lando now, because why not? <laughs> well, he's always been a big presence in the fan world, too. He's not hes not the most personable guy. <laughs> That's what I've heard, too. <laughs> but... Um... But he's, you know, he's always made a, he's always made a presence. Yes. He puts on um, a good show. He does. And he's, not, he's not so great one-on-one. He was <laughs> nice to me the one time I met him, but. That's good. I think, I think being scantily clad women always helps. It does. I mean, it does, it helps the situation <laughs> roll along, it seems yes. To, it seems to help, but yeah, no, he's, he's definitely a part of the, part of the gang, even if it's from the second movie. Yes. Uh, but I just. You know, they're, as we, you know, see actors from the 70s and 80s and, you know, they're not getting any younger. So nope. eventually, you know, Mark Hamill's going to pass away and here's some nope. forward. Nope. They will. <laughs> Anthony Daniels. Like, it's it's going to happen. And I honestly don't know what I'm going to do when that happens because I was a wreck when Carrie passed away. Oh, total wreck. I still cry about it. And, you know, Peter Mayhew was sad, don't get me wrong, but it didn't, I don't think, have the same impact as Carrie did, but that's for a whole different reason. Well, I think more because, like like I said, I wasn't, I was very saddened, but I wasn't surprised. Right. Yeah. Carrie, Carrie's younger, much younger, and as far as we knew, healthy. Yeah, and so that was a it shock. Was just, it was a big shock. Um, just a massive shock. And she's, her... Her part in the community is it was also very different. And yes, and speaking of the community, we should also mention that Peter Mayhew was huge. He was big into charity. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. There is a foundation called the Peter Mayhew Foundation, for those who don't know. It is still up and running. It's run by his family now. Uh, donate to that, because it's such a great cause. Um, and if you go to their website, you can see, you know, what they really do and all that stuff. So I, I don't want to paraphrase it, because there's a lot of stuff they do. Mm-hmm. But... If you can, you know, spare five or ten bucks, go donate to that cause, because it's great. Um, but yeah, no, he loved charity. He loved, you know, giving back to the community, especially Star Wars fans. Yeah. You know, it was... It's a big loss with that, and a big loss, you know, just everywhere, because, like we said, he was everyone's, like, lovable Sasquatch. <laughs> well, he's probably the most iconic alien ever to grace the screens. Yeah, because I, I can't really say. think of any other... I'm thinking maybe, like, some Star Trek characters, but other than that, I can't really think of a whole lot that made, like, an impact yeah. like he did. But even then, like, I know people who know nothing about sci-fi, and they, they know who Chewbacca is. They oh, yes. Know what a, you know, they know what a Wookiee is. Yes. They've never seen Star Wars. They've never, you know, they probably couldn't name a single thing from Star Trek, but they know what Chewbacca is. Right. And that's just, you know, his seven foot three presence. Yeah. Um, but, so do you have any, besides, you know, obviously helping with San Diego Comic Con and stuff like that, do you have any lasting memories of him? Chewbacca was probably one of my top favorite characters. Um, I actually had a dog growing up named Chewie, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, who passed away this year as well. Oh. Um, she was a. She was my mom's dog, um, but I lived I lived with her for quite a while too. And she was a sweetheart. Um, I, you know, I, I I loved I loved reading about his adventures in the EU. I loved following the comic books and how and the things that he would do in comic books. Um, in uh, Timothy Zahn's book series, his uh, original trilogy, his Heir to the Empire trilogy. Chewbacca is such a huge role. He is in that in that whole series, and his time. Well, he he shelters Princess Leia for a while mm-hmm. on Kashyyyk, and it's just it's such a cool storyline. And in the comics, it's so it's represented so well that I I always had this like if I could if I could visit any fantasy sci fi planet, it would be Kashyyyk. Really. Oh, yeah. Because it's just those giant cities in the giant forest. It's such a cool concept to me. To be able to go and, like, live amongst the trees. It's just so cool. Amongst the trees. Amongst the trees. Amongst the branches and the leaves and all all these adorable furry people who are (laughs) amazing. (laughs) So, speaking of the EU, uh, Chewbacca famously died... In the yeah, EU. I was going to mention that. <laughs> he was protecting the Solo children. It's and... in uh, Vector Prime. Yes, and basically a moon crushed him. Yeah, I mean, it's a Not pretty basically, epic way. Not basically, a moon did crush him. It is a pretty epic way for a character go- to go out. He was the first major character in the EU to be killed off, and it was... Whew, because like, how do you I kill Chewbacca? You crush him with a moon. Yeah, you crush him with a moon. I was just a kid when that happened, and I was reading those, and I remember, well, for one thing, I threw the book across my bedroom. <laughs> I was like, fuck this, you can't kill Chewbacca. Because did he, he didn't die in Timothy Zahn's series, did he? No, he actually, it was R.A. Salvadori's one. Okay. 
That's what I thought. Um, I thought Timothy Zahn didn't write that. No. Uh, And he pissed off a lot of people. A lot of people. Um, And, I mean, I was just a bibby. But, like, I stopped reading for years after that because I was so angry that they killed Chewbacca. And I know a lot of people were just like, you can't do that. These aren't, these aren't your babies. You can't, you don't get to kill them. Right. But he had permission, you know, I mean, all that, all that stuff had to be approved by George Lucas back in the day. Yeah. You know, Luke Skywalker marrying Mara Jade, all all that, that had to be approved by the big guy. And he decided that, I mean, if Chewbacca is going to go, yeah, getting crushed by a moon is pretty, that's pretty epic way to die. And he was, he was being heroic. He was actually in the midst of saving another character. I won't, give away more than that but i mean i think the spoiler for a 20 year old book is pretty much up you can go ahead and say it it's okay (laughs) he was he was saving the eu's anakin skywalker the second who is han and leia's youngest child yes oh that's right he wasn't saving the twins he was saving i knew he was saving no one of them the twins are off doing something that's right (laughs) Oh, yeah, because he saved Anakin. Anakin. And And everybody hated Anakin after that. It was like, it was, it was like, it was like original Anakin all over again. That's so sad. Yeah, well, it made this really interesting dynamic because in later books, and probably even starting with that one, there was a rift between Han Solo and his son, his very young son, because he blamed him for the death of his brother, basically. Which you shouldn't have done that, but... I know, no, but, but it was, you know, it was a very, it was a very well interesting, very well written interesting plotline to add in that kind of realistic sort of riff, like you could see that happening. You could see right. somebody unfairly blaming their child that way. And that happens a lot with, you know, in real world situations, too. Yeah, so it was a, I mean, it was a great plot line for the eu it was very shocking obviously it angered a lot of people including myself but it was uh it was well it was well formulated i think do you think that they would ever do that in episode nine do you think they would kill chewy um no I don't. I don't think they're going to kill him. I mean, I could be completely wrong, obviously, but I don't think they will. I think because because Han's dead, I don't think they'll kill Chewie. One would hope not, at least. I think he's part of the you know the living legacy of of Han Solo, right? Um, especially maybe if they end up reconnecting him with Lando. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll be often episode nine but you know anything goes anything goes it's our last one who knows especially with abrams at the helm we don't know yeah and what's it but you know they, they may want to leave his since especially since they have a young blood playing him now they may want to leave that character open for appearances and other things yeah it makes sense because that's i mean you know when peter mayhew took on the role he wasn't old yeah so you know I can I can see them doing more with Chewbacca, especially if they like another solo film, which I hope they do. Yeah, so, uh, they probably won't, but I hope they do. But even if it's even if it's post episode nine things, like yes, I could, I could see that possibly happening. And like, oh, here's Chewbacca because we all love him. So yeah, but that about wraps it up here. Uh, like we said, it's a memorial episode, so it's not really as long as our uh, other episodes, but. 
Uh, Wanted to make sure we got our love in for Chewie. We, yes, we had to do a tribute episode and, you know, it was, it was a little bit in the, in the works and so we finally got it recorded, obviously. Um, but before we go, um, we should say that, or I should say that in the coming weeks, um, Echo Station is probably going to have a few guest stars on. Uh, Sans me, without me. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, um, Chris is going on a sabbatical. Going on sabbatical. I have I have things to do. Yes, she's going to miss you all. She's going on a sabbatical journey for a little bit, so we will miss her greatly. She's not being fired. Uh, I'm, told, I'm I'm having a moon dropped on me. She yeah oh <laughs> no <laughs> that's so sad. <laughs> um, so in the next few weeks, you may hear a few more episodes featuring Chris, but after that. Um, we're probably gonna have a few guest stars on, so just bear with us while we transition into that period for just a little bit. Uh, but Chris will be back soon. Well, there'll be some great guests. Definitely yes. great things. Some people you've heard before. Some, some people you have voices. not. Uh, some people you may have heard on, uh, the old show that I was on, Costume Couture. So, we'll have a bunch of people on. It'll be fun. We'll debate. Uh, there may be, I might be planning something, maybe a Star Trek versus Star Wars debate. I don't know yet. Oh. So. That'll be interesting. <laughs> I figure you, you might be too tired to do that, so I'm, <laughs> I would have someone else on. <laughs> but, uh, so. Hang on one sec. Hang on. Hmm? Sorry, I accidentally unplugged my headphone. Oh, no. Okay, so back up. Back up a few beats. Okay. Uh, so, like I said, a few guest stars coming on. Uh, we plan on releasing a few more Padme's Closet episodes because we know that has been in hiatus for a little bit. Uh, so, we got this all taken care of. Don't worry. You'll just, you know, you'll come with us on this journey. Yes. It'll be a fun journey. Uh but until then, don't forget, you can find us at Echo Station Cast on the Twitters. Um, if you go on to the Heroes Podcast Network uh, website, which is heroespodcasts.com, you can find us along with many other podcasts and shows on there. Uh, Chris, where can they find you? I am on Twitter at The Dirt Witch, and I am on Instagram at Chris Jaded. It's K-R-I-S-J-A-D-E-D. And you can actually find a recent post of um, of my time with Peter Mayhew that I popped up um, when he passed away. Yes, that was if a very lovely picture. If you're curious, it's one of my favorite photos. And then you can find me at IR Turner on Twitter. And like I said, don't forget to tweet us here at Echo Station, at Echo Station Cast. Uh, we love hearing from you guys. We've gotten some great responses from some fans. So don't be afraid to tweet us and share us and like us and all that stuff. Alright, until next time, guys. Until next May the time. Force be with you. Bye, guys. Bye.